Do you ever wish things in life would go a lot faster? For us here at your Manchester, it's the wait until we get some warmer weather in the north. Oh, and the wait between the seasons of dynasty. We wouldn't mind speeding through the washing up either. Do you know what else is better when it goes faster? Your broadband! And luckily for us, Mancunians, Tort Tort's Future Fibre is now here in Manchester. And with speeds up to a whopping 900 megabits per second, it's fast enough to handle anything you can throw at it. While it might not do the washing up for you, when it comes to downloading our podcast or booking tickets to see the latest shows here in Manchester, then ultra-fast, ultra-reliable broadband using the latest technology is just what you need. To find out more, search Talk Talk Future Fibre, subject to local availability. And welcome to your Manchester here every week. Yes, indeed. Nerves are a bubbling. every one of you joining me miss belinda scandal for this week's episode of your manchester everybody can you believe it this is 250 episodes today everybody 250 episodes that's over 250 hours of uh, broadcast wonderfulness for each and every one of you lovely people of the wonderful manchester area and the surrounding areas and my oh my what a journey it has been everybody and today we have got the entire cast in studio with us and uh, we've brought back something very very special to inside of me over here we've brought the beanbag back everybody from season one and season two uh, and our Haley's on that beanbag what's the story welcome Haley. how are you i'm all right 250 episodes we've i know done. i know i know hey. right from the start what's the uh what's the story behind the beanbag first of all first of all um one of our studios was dead small, weren't it, right? And we were needing extra seats. And I just joked and says, ah, oh, like a beanbag like yeah. that. And you and, and you looked at me and the budget weren't that high. And I went, I only need a child size because I'm only small. He went, all right then. And the next week it was just there. You had a beanbag. And then I was also the doorstop because it was so hot in there as well. I mean, I even stayed longer to keep you cool. What makes me laugh about that beanbag <laughs> is when we very first started doing your segments, yeah. we had all the, the guests from Cora. <laughs> and because the studio was so small, we made them all sit on the beanbag yeah. with you, didn't we? We shared the beanbag. So yeah. we had Toya from Curry. I mean, yeah. the guests from Hollyoaks and yeah. all sorts, Brookside, they were all sat everything. on there with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, why, why Why? did you decide to join this madhouse that we call your Manchester? Did I have a choice? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I remember I was sat on the bus, actually, in yeah. glamorous Salford. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so glamorous. Um, and Costadel Salford, and it was a sunnyish day. And um, my phone rang and it popped up. Oh, Miss Belinda Scandal. Oh, crikey, better answer it, you know. Um, and it was you saying, um, um, yeah, can you um, come and present on my show? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right then. And that was it, weren't it? It really? was there, yeah. yeah. Carolyn Whitehead, hello, how are you doing, love? I'm fine, thank you very much. Uh, you came in as a guest. I did. Liked it that much that you're now a part of it. I came with my sash, <laughs> International Women's Day, talked to all Pankhurst at you. 
Uh, threatened to dress you as a, a suffragette, which we did. We did. We got me as a suffragette. But <laughs> what I've loved about you being part of this, as well as being my sounding board, is the education that you're giving me. Yeah, because... remember the first Black History Month? Well, I, I mean, I was sat there, and you, you were, you were doing your thing, and quite rightly so. But there was stuff in there that I never knew nothing about. Traffic lights. Yes. Yes. Hey. Oh, yes. I tell everybody that story. You know. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. I've, I passed that to everybody, whether they like to hear it or not. Or not, you passed it to everybody. They, they, they get the full traffic light story. Yeah. 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 And you, you forgot about Gladys and the um, the sat nav. You did it for the ward. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it, it, it's fabulous. You're checking our socials today. I am checking. I'm checking our socials, Chris. From um, Withinshaw FM. Yes. Ascending best wishes. Aww. Our friends over at Withinshaw FM. So thank you very much. Amazing. Uh, one gentleman that uh, also sent us a message today is the fabulous Carl Austin Behan. Let's have a look what he had to say. Hi, Carl Austin Behan here. Congratulations to everyone at your Manchester, whether you're in front or behind the camera, on hitting your 250th episode. Belinda, I can remember when it all started back in what seemed like a cleaning cupboard. And look at you now. The production, the content, the guests, the viewing figures are all testament for all the hard work and determination that you've put in. You should all feel very proud of what you've achieved. And here's the next 250 episodes of Your Manchester. I mean, Carlos Dimbihan, former Lord Mayor, came to be part of this show and has just been a patron of it all ever since. And we go on, everybody. We're going on and we're going on and we're going on. Another gentleman that happened to come to us when we were talking about some jewellery uh, is Mr. Mark Llewellyn. <laughs> and he came to us talking about Julie Goodyear's jewellery. And from there, we become great mates. And, uh, I mean, you, you did something for me that I'll never forget. We had that wonderful date where we went to meet Julie Goodyear. Yes. And it was yes. just, it was it was the oh. campiest day of my life. It, was, it really, really was. Because we rolled up. She's got a gravel a gravel driveway and this is the way I tell the story and we rolled up and as we rolled up you get to these gates like Graceland <gasps> and as the gates open it goes <laughs> but she was that so important to me that what I wanted to do today is I want to rerun it so we're going to rerun uh, the first part of the Julie Goodyear interview that we did a few months ago let's have a look at this So before you went into acting, you did a few things, didn't you? You were a model. You did hand modelling. Just hands and feet. Yeah. Because my hands are very small. Yeah. And I'm only size four feet. So I was actually earning more money than the very tall models. And you also did quite a bit of singing, didn't you? I know you were in sort of talent competitions and then you appeared at local clubs. I think it was at the Carlton. I think I was singing Blue Moon and somebody threw a meat pie at me. So I, I picked it up and ate it, because I was hungry. <laughs> Didn't go to waste. No, I don't like anything going to waste, ever. So we're in your office now, surrounded by hey, dozens of pictures. One day, she said to me, after this scene, you come straight to my dressing room. I said, OK, thank you, Miss Speed. I went and phoned my mother up, told her, she said, what have you done now? I said, I don't know. I don't think I've done anything. Ring me back and let me know, my mother said. Went there, went, come in. I was shaking like that. I went in, sit down. I said, what is it, Miss Beast? I've decided you may call me Doris. Now get out. I phoned my mum back and I told her what had happened and she said, 
I don't think you should. Don't. But she insisted I did. Above Doris is a picture of you and Tony Warren. And Tony was a close friend, wasn't he? Very close. Yeah. He was a wonderful gay man. You used to fly a plane. I did buy a plane, Manchester. Manchester. They used to let you go up on the cockpit and take over, didn't they, on the commercial flights? Oh, yeah, for landing. <laughs> yes, they did. I couldn't do it now. It's all gone those days. But happy memories are wonderful to keep. They really are. But I think there's a story, isn't there, when, when you were in the show in early days, you were going into Manchester waiting at the bus stop and a friend of your dad's, of Bill's, was passing in a cement mixer and offered you a lift into Granada. You parked outside the studios in the cement mixer and Pat Phoenix oh, pulled yes. up in a Rolls Royce. Do you remember? I do, yes. Mm. And she gave you a warning. She was never upstage me ever again. Ever again. <laughs> she did, yes. Yeah. And do you think you learnt a lot from Pat? Because she was kind of Manchester Hollywood, wasn't yes. she? Yes, I did learn from plenty of people there. Yep, it did me good. Yeah. And I think you took every opportunity to watch other people working, didn't you? Like Pat and like um, the three old ladies. Oh, yes. So looking around the office then, we've got pictures of you at the palace. We've got you on a camel. I don't know why. Um, you also had to ride an elephant in India, I believe, for a television programme. Mm. How did that go? Well, it wasn't easy. <laughs> I had to climb up its tail and it shit on me. So you've got pictures from the show, you've got pictures from other things that you did. I mean, you, you appeared in so many papers, on so many magazine covers over the years, didn't you? I mean, so wherever you go, you can't hide. <laughs> no, but when I went shopping, I never got my shopping apps to just sign autographs. So I, I didn't get anything. Well, that's what I mean. Everywhere you've gone for, for your entire life, everybody's known who you are and wanted to talk to you, haven't they? They just wanted autographs. Mm -hmm. You know, so I went home with no shopping. So you've had a lot of gay men in your life? Not a lot. Not as many as I would have liked. But you've always found the gay community have been your loyalist supporters, haven't they? Oh, fantastic. The gay community, yeah. I mean, just sensational. I actually got to meet her and the stories mm. and the house... And the fact that I had stopped smoking for that day. <laughs> I know. It, <laughs> Belinda had given up smoking and then um, you went in the house. <laughs> Julie smoked quite a bit and so does her assistant. And yeah. uh, you came out hooked on 40 well, you, a day. <laughs> you, you, can, you can buy packets of cigarettes. You can buy cartons of cigarettes or you can do it in Julie Goodyear style, which is a crate that comes out from the bottom of the coffee table. Now, listen, you do a lot with Corey, and you're about to do something extra special with it, aren't you? Where, where are you off to next yes. with it? So on uh, Sunday, the 5th of June, yes. part of the Jubilee celebrations uh, for Willowwood Hospice, which you know I'm involved in, uh, in Ashton, we're doing a special classic Coronation Street coach trip. So we're leaving the hospice, people are going to leave their cars, and we're going around several filming locations. I'm going to do the entire story of the history of the street from Tony Warren right the way through. And you get to walk the cobbles as well because we go into the studios. Wow. And it's £40 for the day, which is uh, really good value. Really good. Yeah, it's whole day. And uh, our weatherman, Paul, is coming on it. I'm doing the commentary. And someone else sitting fairly near you at a low level 
may they may even be making a quick star appearance well, she's already made. Well. you were in it last week weren't you well? I wasn't yes. last week I didn't watch it I have to admit no. because, oh she was but, very good what was she doing in it because you were going to tell me you never got round to well I couldn't tell you at the no, time I know no. you're very good like that I know, <laughs> even I though know. we're close and everything you still didn't tell me no I didn't tell a single soul no she didn't no no I didn't mm. tell what you what was she doing I was back for Alfie's baby naming you know who Alfie is, don't you? Watch it every week, don't you? Alfie Moon. Alfie Moon. Yes, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I've migrated. You know, though. you know Abby's baby, right. um, which um, Toy and Imran are currently have custody of. It yeah. was for baby Alfie's naming ceremony. Right. Oh. Yeah. I've got some well wishes. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Sue Irvine, hi Sue. Thank you for your well wishes. It says congratulations to your Manchester team and Tony Cooper. Hey, Tony! He says, episodes, always a pleasure to appear on the show. Some of the best laughs ever. Yeah. You should be here, Tony. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, and there, there's there's another lady as well that's saying, congratulations on your 250th episode. I'm very proud of your achievements. Love, Mum. We won't say who's Mum. She's very well trained this week. Very 250 well. episodes, though. I mean, that's that, I mean, you've worked in proper telly. Haven't you? You've all worked in property. Yeah. That's yes. quite an achievement, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's of course marvelous. it is. Yeah. 250 hours. And... That's was... going to be all business-like, because, of course, that's my background yes. is business. Is the trajectory oh, yes. of the oh. business. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Easy. It's not, of course, it. The trajectory of the business is really, really good. Yeah. Yes. 2021 figures, over a million viewers. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. And Everything. in the first 10 weeks... 129,000 viewers. Yeah. Thank you from all of us. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's all going up. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, we've got uh, another gentleman that's joining us right here, right now. Uh, he's joining us off, off the set of his I'm new... Just there, off, I, I'm just ignoring them. <laughs> off the set of his new movie. Uh, my normal gentleman on this side of me in the comfy chair is Mr. Brandon McCaffrey. Brandon McCaffrey, oh, well, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I thought I thought I'd come. I meant to come in pink, but I've got my your Manchester top on. I've got my lovely little pink Venetian cat mask I've been wearing today. Where are you? We are in a lovely fancy house in Burnage. Didsbury. Yeah, Didsbury. Um, where we've been filming a, a party of sorts, and I've just been told off by the lovely Sue here, who's, who's getting herself ready for for drinking milk out of her out of her uh, her fridge <laughs> that I should not have been touching. Um, oh. A very, very bad character, mate. And uh, Brandon, how long have you got left in your filming, love? Uh, until Sunday, so we've got four more days left. This is our 10th day out of 14. You wouldn't think it, you know, after 12 hour days, you're getting used to it. Brandon, I was going to ask you, your, your very first episode with us, perhaps you could describe um, your feelings uh, when that happened. Crikey. Um, well, it's weird, because obviously I did my own show first, and then you guys were like, do you want to come and try this? And I did it from home, which was sort of like doing by the way I did my old one. Um, and it was very strange going from uh, and then getting into the studio and seeing how much the studio has changed, even in the space of the past year and a half of me doing the show. It's it's pretty amazing how far we've come. It is. And uh, so do you have a favourite moment that you've had while you've been with us? I mean, I can never let go that my love for Mark Bettlestone on about my fourth show of, of me just admitting <laughs> that I love him so much. <laughs> and now becoming friends with them, you know, you only better flirt on show. What's the point? My favourite moment with you will always be trying to keep it together when interviewing Sue Pollard as she navigated her way around uh, what can only Sue describe Pollard as Sue Pollard getting up close and personal with us. Yeah. 
perhaps we should explain what happened. Uh, so she she had her mobile phone. She knew she was doing a video interview, and uh, she had the mobile phone at, at her ear to start with. Then she realized it was a video interview. She went far away. And then the more she did the interview, she was going slowly and slowly up her nose. And I really wanted to say, hi, dear, hi. Holding on to each other as we hold on to each other's legs, trying not to crack we up. Couldn't, we couldn't get it together at all. Could it, what, what do you think um, is the reason why your Manchester is, 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 is doing well? Put it that way. I think it's, the, it's the, the, the hosts, it's the people. It's like we said, it's this, where the city comes to talk. And I think the people that host it, are the regular people of Manchester who are out and about, who are always talking to the people who know what they want and are able to put across their views. Like, I think one of my favourite interviews we've ever done was the one with Mark Fletcher um, about Pride. And, you know, taking that we were one of the ones that we, we put out exactly what people wanted to say. And I think that's something that we do. We, we put what the people want said to the people that need to hear it. Uh, you enjoy yourself for the rest of your filming tonight, Brandon. And, uh, no problem. I'll you soon, Flower. Thank you so much. No problem. Time. Well, thanks Cheers, for joining Alan. us for the 250th episode of Your, Your Manchester. Manchester. Cheers, my love. Thank you. Now, one lady that's kept us sane throughout the last few months is a lady called Joe Britton. She's kept us sane and she's kept our mojo high. Let's see what she has to say this week. It's Joe Britton and you're a sculpting performance coach for another minute of Mojo and congratulations to the Your Manchester team for 250 fabulous episodes. That takes a lot of consistent effort. And so that's what this week's Minute of Mojo is all about. How do you build productive and consistent habits to achieve all the things that you want to achieve? Because actually it's not a stretch to say that our whole life revolves around habits. And it takes anywhere between 66 days and eight months to build a habit. And 100 days, therefore, is a pretty good guide if you want to get really good at doing something. And your brain doesn't know the difference between a good habit and a bad habit. It just follows a neural pattern, something that you find easy to repeat. So what does it take to build a habit? Just start with something ridiculously small so that you can't possibly fail and keep repeating and repeating that routine beat size give that a go with a habit that you want to create and see how you get along i'll be back next time for another minute of mojo in the meantime you can connect with me on my instagram page joebritton.mojo Joe, keeping it high there. Joe Britton, of course, working with us all. I'm trying to steer this ship Carol's today. It's impossible. Shocked, so like, like this she, never happens. She always <laughs> looks shocked. She's not used to it. Well, you must be used to it now, surely. I, I can't even speak. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Um, one guy that's been with us since before we even started. The, the incarnation was actually. A mad idea that I ran past him expecting him to go dumb so stupid. And you didn't, did you? This is Mr. Ian Scott. We we totally made it happen, didn't we? We did, absolutely. It's and been an ongoing collaboration. Absolutely. And boy, have we lived some days and weeks and yeah. months and years. If you go back to we were chatting earlier about that very first time we were in that little room. Yes. Uh, the three of us plus some of the team members at the time, mm -hmm. and we found out there was no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. So all the plans of yeah. the few days before, none of it could happen. No. You bottled it, yeah. and you said to me what we're going to say, and I said, just tell them. Yeah. You know? So we went to the pub around yeah. the corner yeah. and planned the next week. 
Yeah. And who who would have thought that actually that disaster would end up 250 episodes later? <laughs> I, I've never been surprised, ever. But have you not really? Not Why? To, no, no, no. Well, I told you on the first day, yeah. this is something different. I mean, it, you know, we all, hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mm. But I was always really sure that it was going to work because nobody else was doing it. And what's evolved in five years is all this diversity and great members of the new team and, you know, Carol... It's taking it off in a different direction, yeah, which is fabulous. Um, I'll pay him later. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> you do that. Um, so none of it came as a surprise. And no. the, do you remember Batter Out of Hell? Batter Out of Hell. Name? And all that, those fabulous, the producers came over, all the rest of it, and yeah. then the sound didn't work. No. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That, that's one of my big regrets, actually, because that was a real coup. Yeah. And actually, they were queuing up to be interviewed by you on that night. And and that's priceless. You couldn't organise that in advance. Um, but, you know, you put it down to experience and it never happened again. It never happened again, no. <laughs> <laughs> it so did. Um, I didn't doubt it either, that it would be a success at all. Well, I'm hearing you all say that. I think no. there must have been only me that doubted it. Yeah, I think you doubt yourself too, too much sometimes. Um, I can say that because we've yeah. known you for, too, yeah, yeah. for too long. Not yeah. too long, but long. But yeah. um, I never doubted it either. I don't know how it's happened, to be honest. When we were doing the run-up and we were looking at the calendar and we were working towards the 250 episodes and then the Jubilee show, yeah. which is next week, and you, you start thinking, what is going on? It's just, it's been a roller coaster. Mm. Uh, and we don't forget our past presenters as well. Mm. And there was one lady who was working for the BBC and I hoodwinked her one day and I said, will you join <laughs> me on this journey and on this show? Her name was Michelle Eagleton and she's been so lovely enough to drop us a message. Well, hello there, your Manchester. Do you remember me? Yes, it is Michelle from the Bell and Shell days. I was there when your Manchester first launched and it was from a very dingy, quite dirty studio yes do you remember that bell it was chaotic on that first episode we even had a sofa that had a spring coming out of it so when any of our guests sat down well let's just say they got a nasty surprise but you know what from day one your manchester has had so much heart and passion and it still has kept that today it's gone from strength to strength some brilliant people we've interviewed over the years and i have to say it has been a privilege to be a part of it keep doing what you're doing guys 250 episodes in i thought that was how old you were Belle. i know you miss me you do don't you Anyway, I still watch the show today, uh, even in New York or my back room. Have a great night tonight. I hope to see you all very, very soon on your Manchester. So we talk about collaboration there now, all this sort of team comes together. Um, obviously, we was collaborating with you for many, many a year. And what, what, what's Canal Street up to these days? What's, well, what's going on? So much going on. I mean, it's a really busy period. Obviously, we've got the Jubilee coming up. Then there's Holy Tea in the park, which is the same weekend. Yeah. Uh, I also have Ginopolis, and we've just kind of launched a gin trail that's going to take place 10th to the 12th of June. Then we're straight into the Greater Manchester, uh, Greater Manchester Fringe Festival. Then there's Sparkle, and then there's Pride, and who knows after that. So there's yeah. loads going on. Um, one of the big successes of this year has been the card the canal street card yeah we've done over 65 new brand new card holders just since the start of the year new venues coming on on board and Camp it's so easy to get that card and i think really? a lot of people yeah, yeah. forget don't they just yeah. how easy it is what do they need to do to get this card 
basically you just go to the uh the home page halfway down there's a whole section on it you can have a look at where you're going to save your money um you can buy one digitally or you can get it on a two quid a month if you want or you can get a plastic version lots of people are doing it we've got i don't know 2020 odd people now um campus is really significant most people save about 250 quid a year who who doesn't want to do that at the moment Um, for for an outlay of like 16 quid who knows who knows what's coming Hi, I'm Hayley and welcome to this week's On The Box. How's everyone doing? Now, the first thing I would love to recommend is a film, a British film called The Mother. It stars Anne Reid and Daniel Craig. And I think that is currently on Sky. Now, it's quite a surreal drama, really. It's about a widow, played by Anne Reid, who's recovering from the death of her husband. And she feels like she hasn't really had much of a life. It's been a bit boring, etc. And she ends up having an affair with um, a man who's going out with her daughter, it's kind of really surreal and weird, but I do recommend it. It was very interesting. Um, also, I'm watching, well, I've started to watch The Staircase. That's an eight-part drama, and it starts um, stars Colin Firth and Tony Collette, and that is currently available on uh, Netflix. Um, it's about Michael Peterson, who says that he finds his wife Kathleen dead at the bottom of the stairs and that she fell when she was drunk. And it's all about that. Now, is that true? Is that not? Um, Do watch it. Let's find out. And the other thing I started to watch a few weeks ago is a series called The DNA Journey. And this week, I started to watch uh, one starring Torval and Dean. Now, that's on ITV Hub. Do give that a watch. It's very interested in Dean, indeed. And um, very interested in Dean, (laughs) indeed. I was going to say that. It was very interesting because some of the stuff... Uh, was really surprising as well. Uh, Christopher Dean in particular, very interesting things there. So do give that a watch. Also, there is a series, a comedy series called Togetherness, and that is available on Sky, and it's about two couples living under the same roof. Do give that a go. I'm really enjoying that at the moment. So that's it from me. I shall catch you next time. And remember, stronger together. Bye. Uh, it's all going on absolutely. Uh, I don't know what. I, what? Sorry. Oh yeah, we've. Oh, have we? Oh, we've had another message just come in now. Oh, from a, a film star called Tom Pryor. Let's see what he has to say. Oh, hello. This is a shout out to Belinda Scandal, uh, the hot ginger, um, and for your Manchester. I just wanted to send my utmost thanks and gratitude for interviewing me and for shouting out about my recent film Firebird. Um, It's so amazing to hear that you're now on your 250th episode, so many congratulations for that. Um, And I just want to say massive thanks. You've been really supportive of our film and Firebird, which is this seven-year project in the making for me, is this amazing love story set in the Russian Air Force at the height of the Cold War. And it's so very current and so very important right now because of the war in Ukraine and because it's a film celebrating and showing that love is love between two people. So thank you so much. Many congratulations on all your episodes. And don't forget to check out our film. Take care. Anyway, one gentleman that has come to see us today. 
is uh, our Ashton. How are you, Ashton? I'm very good, Miss Scandal. How are you? I'm very well. Now, you've just joined us recently. I have. I'm, I- I'm a newcomer to the um, Your Manchester family. I keep very asking true. people why. <laughs> <laughs> Because you asked me. Yes. And how could I turn you down, Belinda? I know. It's... <laughs> you, of course, got reviewing a lot of shows at the moment. I do. It's I so do. good to see Manchester reopen again, isn't it? It's brilliant. I mean, the thing is, obviously, we've all been through this dreadful pandemic and, you know, people have lost loved ones. And I think life's changed forever from it. Mm-hmm. But we do need, we need to get back to some sort of normality now. And, you know, prices go up. Life is tough. Life is hard. So we need an outlet. And I'm so, and obviously, the, the, um, the theatre community has really been decimated during that. But um, it's just so nice to have live entertainment back. We all need a giggle. Yeah, all we need to be yeah. entertained, don't we? Yeah, we, and do. we do. We you, really do. You speak, about, you speak oh, yes. about life oh, being yeah. tough and everything. You must remember when we had to do the episode for the arena. Mm. Uh, I mean, that was that was a tough episode. That yeah. was really, really difficult. Yeah. I've never forgotten that, actually. I remember that night really well, yeah. the mm. actual night when that went off. Yes. And then, of course, the show's known for, for being fun, having to hold it all together and try and assemble some sort of normality for that type of program was, 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 was tricky, wasn't it? it? it was. Yes, tough But to lift the mood ever so slightly, the theatres. Have you got a favourite show that's coming up that you really want to see? Oh, favourite show. There's too many. I mean, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, Beauty and the Beast. I haven't got around seeing that one yet. Have you not? Chicago I saw earlier in the week. Oh, what was it like? It was brilliant. Really, really, really good. And uh, a bit of inside scoop. Gemma Collins was in Manchester. Oh. She's been in Manchester rehearsing with the cast this okay. week. So something's gone on there. Definitely. I perhaps further. I reckon yeah. so. There's been a lot of um, fossage going on, I think, definitely. Fossage. Bit of fossage. fossage. Bit of fossage. Yeah, We're a little bit, that. Of a, little bit of a um, thing you can have there, Belinda. Yes. But yeah, because of course, on Broadway at the moment, Pamela Anderson yeah. is one of the leads. Playing yeah. Roxy. And you know, in, if you um, were Chicago. to ask me, Gemma Collins, Pamela, Pamela Anderson. Anderson. It's so close. It, it'd be Gemma Collins, to be completely yeah. honest with you. I can't stand <laughs> Pamela Anderson. There's, what do you look some... for when you're reviewing a show? What I look for is obviously a really talented cast, because obviously you can literally have stuff where it skims by because the story or the musical is so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, but just basically something entertaining, something that I like. The other week, um, the Arsenal went to go see the Share show. Yeah. And that was as um, Craig Revel Horwood says, fabulous, darling. Wow, that, I don't know fabulous. why, but that just seems to suit your body and everything. Oh, I know, it's quite worrying that, isn't it? Yeah. My parents say, you like that guy of Strictly. I went, which one? Well, I've always said you're a cross between Simon Cowell and Craig Revel Horwood. No, uh, no. <laughs> okay. You've got Simon, Simon Lepore. Yes. Yeah. Jealous. Yeah. Hi, Simon. He's got Hello, a worth my invite. Oh, bless not happy. him. Not no. Happy. Well, I'll tell you what, um, there's, a, there's another message just come through now. Is this one from, please? 250 episodes? 250 episodes? Oh, you're Manchester. You are cooking on gas. Mwah. Love you. Can't wait to see you all soon. Tra tra. There we go. It was only 15 seconds that one, but that was Sue Devaney from Corrie, everybody. Eh? She's oh, come back lovely. in, she? oh, And she's been such a supporter of the programme yeah. as well. Right, are you ready? Three, two, one. Hey! 250 episodes, can't believe it. 
Now, today's episode of Your Manchester has been powered by TalkTalk's Future Fibre, which is up to 23 times faster than standard broadband, proving that some things are better faster. Future Fibre is now available right here in Manchester. To find out more, search TalkTalk Future Fibre, subject to local availability. Your Manchester! <laughs> 